Sales is the most lucrative skill in the world, period. The problem is most sales advice out there today is outdated, cheesy, and can even keep you from getting the deals that can make all the difference in your career. This is the No BS Sales School, a podcast for entrepreneurs and salespeople who want to master the skill of selling without all the BS. Listen, if you're like me, you hate doing admin crap. Number one, because you're not good at it. And number two, because you know it's taking you away from the stuff that actually makes you money. So why are you doing it? Do what I did. Go to worksbee.com right now and let them pair you with a real executive assistant. Once I started working with Cheryl at Worksbee, my income went up 40% in one month and my working hours went from 70 down to 40. It's a game changer. Go to workspeed.com right now, book a call, and tell them Walker sent you. If you do, you'll get two extra hours of service for free as a bonus. So if you're ready to finally stop doing the stuff you hate and focus on the stuff that makes you money, go to workspeed.com right now. That's W-O-R-X-B-E-E dot C-O-M. Tell them Walker sent you, and you'll get those two free hours. Welcome to the NBS Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Walker McKay. I want you to listen today. I did a podcast about nine or 10 or 11 months ago that was, what the hell do you do now that COVID's here? How do you behave? How do you sell when we can't go see anybody and we got to wear a mask on our face and we're not allowed to leave our houses? And so now, 11, 12 months later, this thing, this effing virus and the impacts of the effing virus are dropping off. And so what do you do now? What do you do now that we need to be out there that sales can happen again, face to face? A lot of us, our skills are rusty, hadn't done it in a long time. So how the hell do you start? I want you to listen today to get some advice on how to get back out there, what you need to be doing to grow your business now that the impacts of this virus seem to be going away and that people are opening their businesses back up and opening their doors back up and seeing people again. What do you do? So, no BS sales team, I've been hearing a lot from you. I'm getting a lot of emails from things you've learned, which is super, I appreciate that. I would ask you, if you hear something in this podcast that you think somebody else needs to hear, needs to know, if this is information you think somebody else would appreciate, send it to one person. Send it to that one person that you think would appreciate very much hearing the message of get the hell out and get in front of people again. Well, here's, here's the deal, right? And it's funny how we're such creatures of habit. I mean, last spring, last February, March, April, I got a lot of phone calls from people who were panicked saying, oh my God, how do we do this? How do we sell when we can't get in front of people? We only sell when we're in front of people. That's how we sell. What do we do? And I had to teach them how to use this funky thing, this picture taker, this this social media box, the freaking telephone, to actually make calls and to connect with people. And how do you connect with people? And so we went through that. And a lot of people were very successful. Their businesses grew. Now, there were also problems. A lot of people also went out of business. But those that had a business that could survive and they did the right behavior, making the calls, doing the hard stuff, learning to sell over video chat, 
their business grew, right? And but if they learned how to do that faster, sooner, better than their competitors, they could kick people's ass. So now we're on the other side of this thing. I got my every, and a lot of people I know have had their vaccine. Some people said, hell no, I'm not going to get a vaccine, but they probably weren't wearing masks or worried about it in the first place. I went to, I had my first business dinner last night in a long time where some, one of my clients called and said, let's go have dinner and talk about business. And I loved it. It was so nice to be out in a restaurant and having business conversations with people. It was awesome. I've been to a couple of parties that I've loved. It's been great, right? So the world's coming back. No matter what, you know, uh, things are happening. So what do we need to do? Well, the first advice I'm giving my clients and I'll give to you as well is get back in front of people. No duh, right? Get back in front of people. And that means you've had your phone as a tool. I want you to continue to use your phone as a tool. But I also want you to start doing things like networking. So what does that mean? So in the Walker McKay definition of networking is anytime you're around at least one other person, it's a networking event. Now, some people see this as, as, you know, they say, oh gosh, I don't want to carry my business cards around or sell when I'm at church. Don't freaking sell when you're at church. I don't even own business cards. I think a lot of lower level salespeople see networking as having a stack full of business cards in your pocket and success is what you come home with no business cards, none of your business cards in your pocket. Have you ever come home from a networking event with 15 business cards from people in your pocket and you got no idea what they came from and you put them on your desk and you push them around, say, I'm going to do something with that one of these days. And then you end up throwing them away. Or is that just me? I think it's a real thing. And I think that that is networking without a strategy, just going out and drinking beer with your buddies. And if you happen to see somebody, you grab a business card from them or they shove them in your pocket. That's not that to me, that's not effective. That is going to a party. Nothing wrong with going to parties, but that's not business. Here's how I see networking. Anytime you're around more than one person, you may ask them, hey, what do you do? How about that for your big open? What do you do? I've done this in elevator, call it like the three foot rule. I've done this in an elevator. Hey, what do you do? They tell me what they do. I can then ask questions from there to engage if I choose to. What do you do? A nice way, a nice polish on that is, hey, what do you do? And they tell you, you say, that sounds easy. Guess what you'll get? <laughs> An emotional response of why it's not so damn easy. All right, it's a great way to start a conversation. So, Remember, network, great networking does not come because from your great talking. Networking, great networking comes from your being good, a good communicator, which means talk less. A great communicator, a good networker is one who goes with the intent of learning. Who goes to a place with the intent of who can I meet here? And I can figure out I need to have a business call with in the next call it 48 hours. Who's here that I meet that I ought to have a business call with in the next 48 hours or the next working day or two? That often doesn't come from talking about yourself. I like to think about it and when I'm going to a networking event is I'm going to test different ponds, different pools, through my fishing analogy, I'm going to go test different pools, different ponds, and see if there are any fish in there. See if there's something worth coming back fishing for. 
So I go have conversations and it may begin with, so what do you do? And if I know them, I might say, you know what? I've known you for a long time and I know you're a lawyer or I know you're, you do X, Y, Z or you own a company, but I don't know anything about that. Tell me about that. What is, what is your business? And guess what? Everybody knows their business is slightly different. They also realize that most people don't understand what their business is. And most people are happy to share with you what their business is. You say, hey, I've known you for a long time, but I really don't know what you, apparently you own convenience stores. What is that? What does that mean? Here's the thing. You got to be comfortable being a little bit naive. You got to be comfortable being a little bit, I don't know, dumb. Because people want to help. They want you to understand. Be comfortable saying, what is that? I know you do plaintiff's law. What does that mean? Let somebody tell you. It makes them feel important when they tell you what they do and how they do it. That's the whole thing with these conversations is how do we make somebody else feel more okay with themselves and more okay talking to us? If you're the person that's asking questions and is sincerely curious, all of a sudden, it's amazing the kind of information you can get from somebody, the kind of bond that you can build through trust. There's a um, thing that I've been going through with my clients. Um, it's a talk track. Um, it's the way to have conversations, especially for people who are who kind of struggle with conversations and, and they're uncomfortable and they're maybe they're a little bit of an introvert or they say, I freaking hate going around to be around people I don't know and having to talk to them. Y'all know anybody like that? Got to be honest with you. I'm like that. I'm much more of an introvert than I like to admit. I don't enjoy that. It takes energy. I've gotten to the point where energy is important to me. I'd rather conserve it. So I had to come up with little patterns myself to deal with these things. So how do I deal with these conversations? Everything from a dinner party to a cocktail party to a networking event to just hanging around a fishing camp somewhere. And the, the talk track is this, it's, uh, it's um, PPF, present, past, future, present, past, future. So I might begin with, tell me about what do you do now? What's your job? Or what does your day look like? What does it look like day to day? And you ask somebody about the present what's going on in their world right now. And you can turn that from five questions, from two questions to five to 10 to 15, however long you want to, to find out what is it that this person does day to day? What does it mean to be the CEO of a tire company? What does that mean? What kind of decisions are you making? What kind of thing, what are the biggest problems you come up with? What are the things that happen that surprise you? What do you wish other people knew? Those kind of questions, right? And if it's somebody that doesn't work, maybe they're retired, tell me about your day. What do you do? What's important to you? How do you keep your mind active? What are the things that are challenges for you now? Be willing to have real conversations with people. Here's the deal, though. This is not asking questions so that you can share your recipe. This is going in and being sincerely curious about what this person's day-to-day -day life is like. Are you curious about it? Because you should be. 
every single person you meet has something that they has something of value they can share with you. It's just, are you good enough? And are you willing to hang in there long enough to find it? So start with what does day-to-day look like for you? What is your, what are your roles now? Be interested, ask questions around all those things. And then after you feel like you've done enough of that, and this can take five minutes or it can take two hours, you can then switch to, it says present, past, future. So past is, so how'd you get there? What's your story? You didn't just wake up and we're CEO of this thing. You didn't just wake up and we're retired. How'd you get there? What were the decisions you made? What were the turning points that you had? Tell me your story. Ask questions about their story. Again, this can last five minutes, 15 minutes, or shit, two days. Amazing what you can learn. My wife made this comment one time. We were in church, and we found out that somebody had died. Somebody we'd known. We used to sit behind him in church. And, and um, Sally said, you know what? Damn it, I, w- I wish I had known. Because we're going to read their obituary and find out all the cool things they did, and I never took the time to ask. Super powerful to me. I was like, God, you're right. We read people's obituaries and go, shit, I didn't know that. Holy cow. Why not begin to find out about those people who are around us? Tell me how you got there. What's your story? That's interesting. What was the hardest part about that? What do you feel like you were naturally gifted with? What was something you had to learn the hard way? Just be curious about other people. You may learn a lot about yourself through that. So after you've discovered their story and they've told you their stories and what they remember, their opinions are so important. What do you think about that? Right? What was the hardest part? Why was that the hardest part? After you fully explore that, you can move to future. Let's pretend, think, let's pretend things go well for the next couple of years. What do you see happening next? What would that look like? I mean, why that's important to you. What other things would you like to be doing? What might you be doing for fun then? What do you do for fun is a great freaking question. All these things, you're like, Walker, what the hell does this have to do with business? Well, sometimes nothing, sometimes a lot. I think asking people their story, find out what they do day to day, find out what their issues are. I think that's all. That can be part of sales, right? It's an understanding. It's building trust. Know where somebody's come from might help you understand the decisions that they make. I think, too, when you're having conversations, I want to be, remember, there's a big difference. A lot of times people think that, you know, got to build relationships because relationships are everything. That's all we have. It's all about relationships and other completely worthless fucking advice that you can offer people. It's all about relationships. Well, thanks. Hey, when I'm in business 30 years, I'll have those same relationships. What the hell do I do to feed myself now? Ever hear that? It's all about relationships. But people often, they have relationships, right? They have friends. So why don't I go make friends? So what happens is people have had, maybe they've had success making friends before. And so how do you do that? Well, you're nice to people. You go spend time with them. You go do what they do for fun. And you talk about stuff you have in common because that's what it is, right? If we talk about stuff you have in common. As far as a sales tactic, that sucks. First of all, making friends with people in order to sell to them is disingenuous at best. Goal of a friendship should be the friendship itself and nothing more. What I want you to shoot for instead is a healthy business relationship. 
healthy business relationship. My definition of a healthy business relationship is two or more people who are committed to helping each other reach their own business goals. Two or more people who are committed to help each other reach their own business goals. So this can be a customer of yours that says, I need X and I'm going to buy it from John because I want John to do well. And I can be the sales guy that says, I'm going to help so-and-so because I want them to do well in their job. I want them to get what they need. I want their problems to go away. Business, right? Healthy business relationship where everybody's above board and knows exactly what's going on. If you're afraid of above board, you're probably not doing it the right way. So how do you go build healthy business relationships without it being a friendship? Well, and don't take me too literally. You can end up being friends with your clients. It's fine. There's not a damn problem in the world with that. But I would tell you that can't be the goal. If you want to build a trusting relationship, the best thing you can do, the, the fastest path to that is to go seek to understand that other person. Ask permission to have a conversation. Hey, do you mind if we have a business conversation? I'd love to find out more about what you do. And by the way, if you have a good friend that you have been struggling to figure out how to do business with, because you don't want to be one of those cheesy people that pushes business upon friends, ask permission. Hey, John, you and I have been friends for a long time. Are you open to having a business conversation with me? No pressure. I don't expect to sell you anything, but I'd love to be able to have a business conversation. Say that and mean it. Go in there to understand the other person. What's their journey? What's going on now? Where are they hurting? What do they wish were better? What's going on great right now? It doesn't have to revolve around baseball, football, golf, family, unless you sell baseball equipment, football equipment, or stuff for family. It can be all about business. I would suggest that be it. Be curious about their business, how it works, what's working, what's not. So you're saying to me, Walker, hey, this is really neat, but how the hell do I get there? Or, shit, Walker, we're at a damn networking event. I don't have freaking four hours to spend with somebody. Right. So just ask a couple of questions. What do you do? Sounds easy. What's the hardest part about doing that? Ask them how long they've been doing it. What's their story? And then say, you know what? If you want to, say, you know what? You seem like somebody ought to know better. Are you open for me to, if I gave you a call tomorrow, the next day, hey, we have a cup of coffee, business conversation. You open to that? I'm asking permission. I'm not being pushy. I'm not being, I'm not chasing somebody down. I'm getting permission first. If they say no, well, fuck them. You weren't going to do business with them anyway. At least you asked. Much better than going all that way and trying to fool them. Wasting your damn time. Go to a business conversation and do that without the intent of going to sell them anything. Go there with the intent to understand, not to educate, but to learn. Sure, you can ask questions about how they're using, you know, who their insurance person is now or who, who sells them equipment now or what kind of software they're using and what they like about it and what they don't. But that's not selling. You're just asking. 
That's the whole point. If you ever feel like you got to push somebody, you got to be pushy or demand a yes or push for a yes, bullshit. See, then you're getting in, in the range of rude where people want to shut you down and push you out of the way. It's hard to push away somebody who's just curious, who wants to understand more. So as you go out in the world and you begin to take people to lunch and you begin to go visit people in their offices and you begin to ask for face-to-face -face meetings, go with the intent of educating yourself about what's going on with them. How were they impacted by the last, this damn virus thing we've all been through? How are they impacted by that? What strategies changed? What are they doing now to get back out there? What kind of help do they need that they weren't getting before? What are the things that are bothering them that they need to fix in order to move forward? Because sometimes there are other ways you can help people instead of just selling them your own stuff. Maybe you introduce them to someone else they need to know. Maybe you help a referral partner of yours out with an introduction because they need to meet them instead. The more that you get out and have conversations with people that are Go be interested, learn about them, learn about their business. And so next time you see them, you can say, hey, did you ever get that problem worked out with your customer? When you talk to your lawyer about that thing, what did they say? Did you ever hire those folks you were talking about? Right? And what mattered, what's amazing is over time, as you have that connection, they begin to think of you in business terms. And it's amazing. You know, it's not one for one. You don't plant one seed, get one plant. But as you begin to show interest in other people, as you go out there, you show interest in them, you're sincerely curious, you don't go in with your own preconceived notions, you go to learn, not to educate. It's amazing what comes back. So as you get your butt out into the world again, go be curious with people. You can spend a little more time now. Realize that you this is a long-term game that your prospects you're talking to now, maybe it's not the right time for them to buy, but at least you've learned that without pushing. Maybe you find out that it is the right time for them, right? And then it's a good conversation. Do your, get over your fear, get over this thing. Well, people might, people don't like let me in their office right now. Bullshit. People are open back up for business. The people that are doing business are open back up for business. And it's our job to become relevant in their world. Let them know you're out there. Let them know that you are a person who is trustworthy, who can get shit done. And you do that not by telling them, but by asking them questions about them and how they're doing and how they've dealt with certain things and how that worked out because people will infer that you know what the hell you're doing because you've asked them questions about themselves. Maybe a sales team, I really appreciate your listening. Please do share this episode with somebody that needs to hear it. And if you have not yet, subscribe to this podcast. Give me five stars, damn it. Give me a rating on wherever you listen to this thing. Share it with somebody that needs to know. If you need a coach, if you're sitting there struggling saying, damn it, I got to figure out how the hell I can do better. I'm sick and tired of the same old thing year after year and wondering what the hell I need to do better. Pick up the phone and call me. Let's have a conversation. 803-917-2817. We can talk for 30 minutes. No charge. We'll have our no BS conversation and figure out if it makes sense for us to work together. If it does, great. 
If not, no big deal. Maybe we'll meet again. Thanks.